Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sportitos NBA DFS Today podcast. I'm it's your boy Keith. I am here on Christmas night. I guess it's not technically Christmas anymore. I'm sorry if I'm a little hoarse. I was just screaming because that Denver Phoenix game was amazing. It was incredible after a day of uh, not so incredible games. All those games were kind of boring, honestly. But that Denver Phoenix game. Made up for it, but it is your boy Keith. You're not here to hear about that and me enjoying basketball. Maybe you are a little bit. I don't know. But you're here to hear about DFS and uh, the DFS slate for Monday, the day after Christmas, which hopefully you'll, you know a lot of you get to sit around and uh, just relax and, and chill and all that. I don't. I have to work, so screw you, uh, first of all. Uh, but second of all, no, I hope you do uh, have a good time, though, uh, honestly. But I do have some plays for you guys. And we're going to break it all down for you here. If you didn't catch me on Twitter, I did just win. Uh, put in 80 bucks here on Thrive Fantasy and won about uh, 1150 off 80 bucks. So, hey, riding high on that. I thought I was going to win more, but that's okay. We take those wins. That's a big, a huge return. Solidly puts us in the green there on Thrive Fantasy. I don't play every single slate, told you guys. Play a few here and there. I'm going to play tomorrow. Just feel like, uh, you know, ride the hot hand. But let's talk about this DFS slate. Man, we got Jimmy Butler questionable with an ankle injury and Bam Adebayo also questionable with a shoulder injury. So we got to keep our news on that one. That's a Jimmy Butler one's a huge one here. You're going to see in a minute. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is out already, been ruled out for uh, knee injury maintenance for that knee. Kelly Olenek is out still with an ankle injury. Kyle Anderson questionable with a back injury. Larry Nance Jr. is questionable with an Achilles injury still. Dennis Smith Jr. upgraded here. Questionable with his ankle injuries, but missed 14 games, might be coming back. So we can go ahead and fade Theo Melodon if you're planning on playing him at all, which you probably shouldn't be. Nick Richards, also on the Hornets, uh, is doubtful with an ankle injury. That's a big one, actually. An interesting one, I should say. Jalen Smith, questionable with an ankle injury. Caruso, Alex Caruso out in the concussion protocol. Do have a play for you on that one. Eric Gordon, questionable with a thumb injury. That's the stuff we have so far. The night before the slate, and here's your primer for this Monday slate here. It is a seven-game slate, I believe. Am I right about that one? One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Yep. Seven games on this slate. We're going to cover probably all of them. <clears throat> but let's go ahead and talk about Portland and Charlotte Hornets. I do have a lot of interest in this game. First guy I saw just going, you know, kind of, Sorted by price, and, and the first guy I saw that kind of caught my eye is Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard at 9,900. I think he's going to be heavily owned for good reason. Charlotte Hornets can't guard a wet paper sack. Couldn't break out of a wet paper sack. You know what I mean. They have no defense. No defense, so I would go ahead and rest them. I'm actually of the mindset, though, that I would, uh, just because of ownership, I'd actually kind of rather pit it to Anthony Simons at 6,500. He's going to break out in a big way, guys. It's going to happen. <clears throat> I want to be there when it does. See, did I manage to fit him in my lineup here? Yes, I did. Okay, so I do have him in my lineup currently, my dummy lineup that I made the night before. 6,500, he got 22 shots in the last game. He's been shooting it atrociously, badly. We're waiting for that 40-point explosion, which is it's going to happen. In a game like this against Charlotte, It's I won't say it's guaranteed, but there is a chance for it to happen, a good chance for it to happen. No, I shouldn't say that. There's enough of a chance there for it to happen that in DFS, it makes sense to take that risk. Let me put it that way. Uh, I also like Yusuf Nurkic on the Portland Trailblazers at 6,200. Obviously, Hornets attack them down low. He will be heavily owned. Uh, let me see here. I do have him in my dummy lineup here. So 
seems like a smash play to me. <clears throat> 6,200, he is probable, I believe, on this slate right now. So obviously keep keep your tabs on him, but I think he will play. On the other side of the ball, with uh, Nick Richards being out, that's going to slide a few more minutes to P.J. Washington at 5,600. He's always an interesting guy to roster. Um, not going to say I feel strongly that you need to roster him. I don't think that's, I don't think, I think he's, he's got a high ceiling. That's the thing. And a relatively safe floor. So I think he's a good play. Do I think he's a smash play? No, I think he's a good play though. Moving on though, mini, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves and the Miami Heat has some interest in this game, obviously as well. Uh, I do have some interest in Anthony Edwards at 9,200. I don't know if I'm going to spend up on him on that. It's a little pricey. But I still think that he drives a lot of this offense here. I think Miami Heat are a bad defensive team this year, which is pretty surprising. Uh, not too surprising. I mean, people have been in and out of the lineup. But if Bam's playing, they're still a decent defensive team. Bam is a very good defensive player. I'll say that much. But I do think you can go to Anthony Edwards uh, at 9,200 and a GPP and have some low ownership there. And uh, he could smash. He could have 50, 60 you know, DK points. And it wouldn't really be surprising. Uh, if Jimmy Butler is out, I've got interest in three of the Heat here so far. I've got Tyler Hero at 9,100. Interested in him if Jimmy's out. If you were to ask me who would I rather roster between Anthony Edwards and Tyler Hero, assuming Jimmy is out, I think I would say Tyler Hero. Because the Timberwolves are bad in defense, and they're just bad. There's no, <laughs> and they do have Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. But yeah, they're just they're just atrocious on the side of the ball. Just total mental lapses. I really can't make up for all that. But anyways, Kyle Lowry at 6600. If Jimmy Butler is out, I'm also interested in him. Always interesting, Kyle Lowry. Every time Jimmy sits, just has the ball in his hands more. Kind of crap the bed. Last time we played that uh, that trend. But that's okay. That means more people will be off of it. He'll be lower owned. 6,600 is a tough pill to swallow, though. And there's so many guys in the 8 to 9,000 range here I want to play. I'll even say 8 to 10,000. There's a lot of guys here that I want to play this in, on the slate here. So, not sure if I'm going to get a Kyle Lowry in a lot of my lineups, even if Jimmy Butler is out. But I will say, uh, Highsmith. Haywood Highsmith? I don't even know. I mean, I do know his name. I've looked at it a million times. But he's still relatively new to me. Uh, but yeah, Highsmith at 4,400. If uh, Jimmy Butler doesn't play, I do like that play. And especially, I mean, the price is getting up there a little bit. 4,400 is a little pricey. But given the uh, matchup here against the Minnesota Timberwolves, I think that's a fair price. Uh, Detroit Pistons and the Los Angeles Clippers. I've got interest in Paul George at 9,000. I mean, I think he's about as close to a lock as you can get because there's no Kawhi Leonard here. And Detroit is not a good defensive team. I'm worried about the blowout. Um, I mean, Detroit's... Detroit keeps things interesting. People don't really blow them out. So I think he's relatively safe. I think if you're playing cash, he's going to be so highly owned, but I think you just lock him in. Just eat the chalk. Currently a five-point spread there. I was trying to look there. Five-point spread in favor of the Clippers. So Vegas doesn't think it's going to be a blowout either, I don't think. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but 9,000, that's the cheapest guy. I, you know, there, there's a lot of guys like 9,200, 9,400, 9,700 that I like. But 9,000 is probably you know, the lowest of that tier of player. So, yeah, man. I won't call him a lock because I don't have him in my dummy lineup here. I wasn't able to fit him in. 
But I, I might have to rework it just to get them in there. I have to free up about, mm, looks like 600 more dollars in salary to fit them in, which I can do. Because uh, I also have interest in Marcus Morris Sr. at 5,700 with no Kawhi Leonard against this Detroit Pistons team. Looking at uh, Luke Kennard also, 3,800. If you're scripting this for a blowout, he makes a lot of sense. He's going to get a lot of shots up, going to get a few extra minutes. Don't currently have him on my must roster, though. Just got my eyes on him. He's on my radar. If I need to go to a cheap option. Okay, uh, I do have one uh, one play from the Indiana and Pelicans game. It is C.J. McCollum at 8,600. Playing very well. No Brandon Ingram. Uh, but Zion Williamson is back. I still like him, though, because that's going to keep ownership down. And the Pacers just don't play defense. But again, it's a tough salary to fit in when there's other guys I'd rather play. So I've got him on my radar. Not super, super, duper interested in him. Chicago and Houston, one guy I am pretty interested in here, DeMar DeRozan, 8,400 against this weak Houston defense. Uh, Chicago on a win streak. I'm happy about that, obviously. I am a Chicago Bulls fan, so full disclosure. But I do think that DeMar uh, has a very safe floor, extremely safe floor. And this matchup is just uh, going to give him enough of a bump that he can outscore some of those other guys in the same price range. So I have him in my dummy, dummy lineup. He's the guy that I would probably replace with Paul George if I can get there. So moving on, though, uh, let me go ahead and mention Ayadasunmu at 4,000. There's no Caruso in this one. Ayadasunmu has been getting 33, 34 minutes in the last two games. It's going to be the case again. Now, he doesn't put up a ton of stats. His role has shifted a bit since the beginning of the season. He needs to play defense. He needs to be a ball handler at times. He does get assists, so that's nice. I'm saying he's not doesn't have necessarily the safest floor. But I still think at 4000 if you're looking for other options around that price range, I think I don't think you can beat him. So I've got Io in my, in my lineup right now. Io Desumu. Uh, over Kobe White. Kobe White's a little bit more expensive. Kobe White's a little bit more volatile. Um, on paper, Kobe White is a better GPP play. But I just don't trust it right now after watching him play. I know I suggested playing him in the last slate he was on, but I think I would, I'd rather go Io. I'd rather go the safer route there. Uh, Jalen Green on the other side of the ball, 6,800. Yeah, the Bulls uh, suck at getting out to the shooters. They suck at uh, defense. They're playing better the last three games, though. I don't know if you guys are following at all, but the entire Chicago Bulls team basically blew up at Zach Levine, being uh, not the greatest example of a star player. And he's responded, and he's been playing and putting some effort forward on the defensive end, which has helped a whole lot. Now we're playing like 4.5 v5 on the defensive end instead of like 4 v5 because you had half of Zach and half of uh, Demar. Now it's just Demar being half of Demar. <laughs> no, but but seriously though, they are getting work for here, so I do feel like uh, you know their defense has improved. So I don't view Jalen Green as a lock at all, but I think 6800 is a agreeable price there. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. I would probably play him. I have more interest in him than I have in Jalen Green in this matchup. He plays the power four position. He shoots threes. He gets rebounds. Uh, he crashes the offensive boards. Bulls are still kind of searching for that response to that type of player. Um, Patrick Williams 
has played better, but he has not really been it. So I do have some interest in Barry Smith Jr. I think he's a little bit of an under-the-radar play. Um, Spurs and Utah. Got some interest in this game for sure. Devin Vassell, 6,900. Let me go ahead and mention him. Another guy that's been struggling of late, but that's good because that means he's going to turn around at some point, and people are going to be off of him. His ownership will go. <clears throat> Jordan Clarkson in the, is in the same game. He's at 6,800. I think you can stack these guys because they're on two teams, two different teams, obviously. But the same price range, if you had to choose one or the, over the other, it's a tough one for me. It is a tough one for me. Keldon's healthy. Um, so Devin take, takes a little hit there, but I guess I would say Jordan Clarkson. 6,800 for Jordan Clarkson is probably the guy I'd go with over Vassal. But like I say, I think you can play both of them. But the guy the most interested in this game is Walker Kessler at 5,400. No Kelly Olenek. He's been on the rise, just going, going up and up and up. Spurs are a team, again, that we just attack down low. They don't box out, give up rebounds, give up easy buckets at the basket. Want to tank for one Benyama? I get it, man. But uh, let's take advantage. Let's go ahead and walk Kessler in our lineups. He is uh, perhaps my favorite play on this entire slate. So there you go. The guy I've been on for weeks now. <laughs> um, Thrive Fantasy, yeah, like I said, I just won a whole lot of money in Thrive Fantasy, so I'm excited. Uh, but you can too. Just use promo code ETHOS at thrivefantasy.com and go ahead and download <clears throat> that app. And you'll get a deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks. And you're going to pick some player props. You're going to win some money with me. Uh, let's do it. Get the DFS pass, by the way. DFF pass uh, at sportsethos.com. The only way to get all of my plays and my team's plays at this in this DFS division. You should go do that. But for Thrive, I have a whole lot of plays for you guys. Um, maybe I'm just riding high on this big win, but I, I just like a whole lot of people on the slate. So, anyways, uh, Paul George, over 30.5 points and rebounds, 100 points for that one. It's a 50-50, but, yeah, I think he's in line for about 30 points here. So he's got to grab one rebound for me. Uh, yeah, and even if it's a blowout, I think that's pretty safe. So, yeah, I, I just think they missed the ball on, on pricing this one. Maybe they didn't know Kawhi was going to be out. Uh, Anthony Edwards over 34.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 105 points against Miami. Miami is not a good defensive team. Ant is probably going to score 25, 26 points. I'm nearly a lock to do that at this point without a Colonel T. Towns in the lineup. And he's going to dish out, you know, two or three, four assists, grab you five or six rebounds. So. We're getting close to that number, and it's 105. It's a plus odds play. Maybe not a lock for me, but I'm really interested in it. Uh, Miles Turner, over 1.5 blocks and steals, 95 points for this one. Don't understand it. Uh, elite shot blocker here. Zion Williamson's going to be playing. Maybe they didn't think Zion was going to be playing, but there should be plenty of uh, opportunities at the rim here for Miles to get his hand on a ball or two. And it's blocks and steals, not just blocks. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lock that in. Uh, Jalen Green, over 25.5 points and rebounds, 95 points for that one. That's against Chicago. Uh, I think he can easily hit this with just points alone. And he's a bigger guard. Maybe he grabs three or four rebounds. I think he's, that's probably his average of the season. I'm not looking at it, but off the top of my head, it's probably around there, right? Curious. Um, but either way, I think he's going to score a whole lot of points. Again, this Bulls team, just not very good at getting out shooters. So I'd go ahead and lock that in for sure. 4.3 rebounds on the season. Even more than I thought he did. 
So there you go. Uh, next play, I like Jordan Clarkson over 29.5 points, rebounds, and assists. That's 105 points against the San Antonio Spurs. Just told you uh, this game is going to be fun. It's going to be chaos. That's a game where I'm targeting guys like a Jordan Clarkson or a Devin Vassell, a guard that's going to be getting out in transition, jacking up shots with little regard for anything else. And that's Jordan Clarkson to a, to a T. So I like him in this matchup a whole lot. Uh, I think I take the over there on the points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, Nurkic over nine point five rebounds at ninety five points for that for that play. Uh, it's the Charlotte Hornets, and they're terrible at guarding the center position. They're terrible at boxing out. No Nick Richards. They're gonna play PG Washington a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna grab that over on those rebounds. Only thing that would scare me off of this is uh, if you think Portland's gonna blow them out, which I could see happening for sure. So there you go. Um, we have a spread for that game yet. Probably. It's only six points in favor of the uh, Trailblazers. Hmm. I have to jump on that. Uh, Dame Dalla, over 39.5 points, rebounds, and assists, 100 points against Charlotte Hornets. Again, uh, I think even if it's a blowout, you can do this in three three quarters for sure. If it's a blowout, Dame's probably going off. So that seems pretty safe to me. Anyways, that's going to do it for us, guys. I am exhausted. If you can't tell, Christmas happened. I've got another Christmas tomorrow to celebrate with my own family. Then I have to work uh, in the afternoon. So I will be around, uh, not in and out. But anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at BSBPKeith. And uh, do follow the show wherever you're listening. Uh, subscribe. Uh, give us a download. Give us a hello. Give us a five-star review. I would love you all if you did. But until next time, guys, go get that money.